0: I'm Amber DeVazier and I'm Mark Howard. And this is Talking Points. Pastor Howard, we are launching into a brand new quarter.
1: We have all kinds of stuff going on here today. (laughs) Lots of stuff. We just, uh, we had had, you had seen the advertisements for our manual training session. We just wrapped that up last week. It was phenomenal. Next time we have one, you ought to be there. It was a good week, wasn't it? Well, speaking of the next
0: time, it's going to be August 21 to 27. We got to just kind of... That's exactly right. There'll be more information coming, but if you want to get ahead of the curve, mark your calendars now, August 21 to 27.
1: Now, in addition to that... We are starting a new quarter, and because we record these in advance, we don't know the title of the quarterly. We have seen; I have seen at least beginnings, or maybe the book of beginnings, Mm -hmm. and just flat out Genesis. You Mm -hmm. had pointed that in something you had, which I'm fairly sure isn't the title. And then, but it's
0: clearly the topic at the
1: end (laughs) of the current quarterly. It gives the first two lessons, but doesn't tell the title of the. But we know it's
0: on Genesis. Yeah, and that's the point. It is on Genesis (laughs) and it's not just like a certain thing out of Genesis. As you read through it, it's gonna be basically in chronological order, not just picking and choosing a few random themes, it's basically walking through the book of Genesis. And there's gonna be stories in Genesis. Exactly. There's gonna be some very Uh, rich discussion i'm sure in our sabbath school classes hopefully everyone i trust everyone's familiar with genesis and as we try to dig in deeper and look for relevant applications i i expect some good things out of this study
1: so we can be thankful that and maybe it's because there's more chapters hebrews took us a while to get actually get into the book of (laughs) hebrews even though there are 13 chapters we're in the book of genesis
0: chapters one and two this week Right off the bat. So, Pastor Howard, you put together the talking points, but we don't want to begin anything without dedicating to the Lord in prayer. So why don't I pray and then you can walk us through. Let's do that. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for another day to be alive and to study your word. Lord, we want to pray right now for those Sabbath school leaders who are making preparation, the Sabbath school members who are also making their preparations to contribute to this week's lesson study. Please, Lord, bless our time together now as we Walk through the scriptures and look for the ways that you have indicated your blessing in the past and apply those blessings in our lives now. So bless everything we do, we pray it in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Okay, well, as I mentioned, we're looking at Genesis chapters 1 and 2, uh, the creation account uh, for the most part, and so that's what our lesson is going to be about, Pretty looking at the creation account, drawing some things from that. Um it's interesting that the, the uh, quarterly, as it introduces, makes the point on Sabbath afternoon, the most important lesson of the biblical stories of the beginnings is a lesson on grace. And I can appreciate that, you know, we want to, but I can't help when I look at that, you know, sometimes we, there's, we, we the way we say things, it's like, we we almost make it sound like, oh, good, so these are a lesson on grace, as if then the rest of the Bible isn't, the fact of the matter is the Bible is a revelation to us of the gracious God that we serve and all of his wonderful and undeserved uh, goodness and providences. Mm. Uh, but we do find that in, and I'm not going to take issue that we don't find it in Genesis 1 and 2. Um, the talking points that I've drawn out of this week's lesson uh, and the two chapters, first two chapters of Genesis are these. Number one, God made everything good. It's our first talking point.
0: Okay. Okay. That's pretty straightforward. Number
1: two, the Sabbath points back to creation.
0: Oh, on number one, that came you drew, drew that primarily from, Monday. from Mondays, right? right? But the Sabbath points back to creation. Talking about number two is coming from Sunday, Sunday Tuesday, Tuesday and, and, Wednesday. and Wednesday.
1: Is what I have outlined here. Okay. And then finally, number three, God's order in creation was intentional, hmm. and so there was a there was a plan to what He was doing, and we'll see that as we unfold our talking points this
0: week. Okay. Well, that sounds pretty, like I said, straightforward. Um, and I, I've decided ahead in the next lesson, too, and it's going to be talking about chapter 3. And it's the good thing about all of these is that it's, it is It is the whole book of Genesis is a story, and it yeah. lends itself to chronological, just walking through the, the narrative here. Uh, but we still want to draw those lessons out. So let's talk about that first point. God made everything, and not just made everything, but made everything good. Yes. Okay.
1: And our readers are familiar with the account... Of Genesis, our, our viewers, rather, uh, and our teachers and, and students, that repeatedly throughout the creation account, uh, as God is is creating, the Bible tells us that what He made is good. Genesis one verse four, and God saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness, etc. And as you continue on, seven times in the creation account. I see at the end of verse 10, at the end of verse 12, it was good, it was good, it was good. And then, of course, it concludes.
0: Why don't you read verse 31 for us? Sure. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So
1: there's a couple points to draw from this. First of all, uh, in the the lesson brings us out, the Hebrew word "tov." Uh, and I, it was interesting, I looked this up, and in the, in the Strongs, it's Tob T-O-B, which, from a little bit of research, is not a word in the Hebrew, so there must have been a mix-up there or something. But the bottom okay. line is, the word translated, uh, the Hebrew word Tob, the lesson says on Monday, paragraphs one and two, and I'm summarizing that, refers to functionality, aesthetics, and morality. Mm. So, for example, when we see that it was made good, what, what do you think of? What's your initial, oh, it was good?
0: Well, it was very I, I would assume that is too bad, like it was somehow faulty or was missing something. Where okay. good, well, I, I like the functional- So That's the functionality. Yes. Well, if you think of the creation story. Like yeah. it's good that man was created after there was land. You know, it's good that things happened in a certain order. It was good that they worked, and the air actually did what it was supposed to do, and the yes. light did what it was supposed to. Do. So, functionally, no, I
1: know you do things with your hands, and I do things with my hands. So we're not strangers to working on projects. But have you not ever worked on a project? and... <laughs>
0: it'd be not good. It was cuz
1: like well that didn't that's not exactly what i intended how i planned it. Right. So yes, i think that functionality aspect and comes a- home a- to aesthetics us. aesthetics
0: is an interesting point too. So not only did it work well, but it looked good. Like you look back at, like i have things, things Project, that I've made right. it's like i guess it will work, but man i wouldn't want to show it to yeah. anybody. Um, yeah. but i think the emphasis That's is, what
1: they make cock for. Exactly. You smear <laughs> you it you right smear over cover yeah. up the
0: but morality, obviously, is the one that probably springs to mind, because we're talking yes. about the Bible and talking about the spiritual lessons, drawn. so we don't want to leave off the literal, but, I mean, the the, right. the creation process, but um, morality seems to be one that sticks out to me. Right,
1: and that's what I, I'd like to zero in on. For me, that is one of the most important things in the Genesis account, that that you don't see any trace of evil. God finished. It wasn't like, I'm not done yet. There's one other thing i got to do, and it... And, and of course, from a Christian perspective, I suppose this sounds crazy—the the, the idea of God interjecting evil. Although there are some, yeah. from a predestination viewpoint, whatever that, that say that that God did make evil and evil mm-hmm. was necessary, and that really is much of Eastern religion. They have the yin yang mm-hmm. in some religions, where you have the balance of the yeah, the, the good universe is constituted of both of these forces, and it and, it's, and it and it wouldn't the universe wouldn't operate without both. Mm-hmm. So when you find the biblical creation account, there is no evil there. When you go on it, it, other places in Scripture, I think of First John 1 and verse 5, where Jesus, or Paul, John says that the message of... He sums up the message of Jesus. This is the message we heard from him and we give to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Mm. Well, it reminds you, me
0: of the, of the Matthew chapter 13 of the parable parables. of the wheat and the tares where where in the parable, of course, the servants of the owners, which would represent the angels, right, come to God and ask right. about how then does it have tares if you planted good seed? And he doesn't say, oops, or my right. bad. Or, he says, an enemy has done this. I right. didn't do it. There's another power that did this. Or he
1: doesn't claim ignorance, like, hmm, how did that get Yeah, good bad? point. I hadn't seen no. that. <laughs> he knows where the evil came from. And very clearly, uh, the, the point is that God had explicitly throughout Scripture does not take credit for sin Mm -hmm. and we see the record there in the genesis account so god we get the two points of emphasis number one god made everything Mm -hmm. you know he is the creator all things exist because of him Mm -hmm. without him there is nothing made that was made and Mm -hmm. of course we know that includes the godhead the lesson highlights elohim it's interesting how the lesson brings the idea of elohim um from the standpoint of god's you know I suppose his sovereignty and what have you, but it also touches on the fact that Elohim, the word that translated God in the creation account, is plural, <laughs> mm. and doesn't say a lot about that more in the lesson. But the the, the scripture does. Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness Mm. and so you see of course christ involved in that Mm -hmm. creation account the holy spirit involved and of
0: course the rest of scripture makes that point explicitly yes it was christ who who was the active agent you know the executor of the father's will and that's fascinating and and to go back to the point earlier like in genesis one and two this creation story itself Mm -hmm. you see god active in the work and it was very good when you get to the story of the fall it's the serpent and Satan, yes. you know, through this, injecting the evil that would eventually be seen across the world. Right. And so God's role in that is the response to it. He takes charge of how mm-hmm. he's going to handle it, but the introduction of it comes from somewhere else. But God's in charge of the response. Absolutely. Anyway. So
1: God created everything. He made everything He made everything good. Mm-hmm. So the end result of God's creative work was just as he intended it. not Just as planned. That leads us into talking point number two, where we come to the Sabbath. God ends his work of creation, and then he rests, and he institutes the Sabbath. The Sabbath points back to creation. Now, I've cited in our outline here from Genesis. In fact, why don't you read Genesis 2, 1, and 2?
0: Yeah. It says, thus, this is after day 6 in verse 31 of chapter t- 1, of course. This Probably is th- through 3. <laughs> sure, okay. But this is chapter 2, verse 1, after that 6 I'll read day. the whole chapter. No, no, I'm not t- doing it. <laughs> Thus, the heavens and the earth, and all the host of them, were finished. And, Mm -hmm. verse 2, "...on the seventh day God ended his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made."
1: Right, yeah. and we could go on to refer to the commandment itself, which says, "Remember the Sabbath day, four and six days the Lord created, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera." Now, mm-hmm. the reason that I emphasize that, I thought it was interesting that the, the lesson makes the point that the Sabbath quote points to the miracle of salvation, and that's in Quarterly two, uh, Tuesday's Quarterly paragraph four, and it talks quite a bit about the Sabbath pointing forward to redemption. I have a little bit of challenge with that, not not a challenge that the Sabbath is involved. In redemption or 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 leads us to understand and believe in redemption. Um, <clears throat> but the Sabbath does that because of how it points back to creation. In other words, when when you start talking about the commands of God pointing forward, mm-hmm. this is what the ceremonial law did. Mm-hmm. It pointed forward to redemption in Christ. So that when Christ came. Those laws were done away Type with. could meet anti-type. That's right. And, and, in fact, Protestant churches who believe the law was done away, that's their argument about the Sabbath is well mm. the Sabbath pointed forward. They'll do that in Hebrews Like 4, all the and sacrifices the
0: Sabbath, and things were all just shadows of Christ to come, and now we have the fullness. Right. We don't need the shadow. So,
1: just to be clear... You know, Ezekiel chapter 20, verses 12 and 20, the Sabbath is also a sign of our sanctification, our redemption. We believe that the Sabbath um, points to to redemption from the standpoint that the same creative power God used in creating the world
0: is what he redeems with.
1: But here's the challenge with the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made before sin. Yes, it was. And the Sabbath was made without intention of sin. Mm. If the Sabbath was to point forward to redemption, it would have to have sin in in its very inception. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. It was in a sinless world. Adam and Eve were expected to keep the commandments of God, including the Sabbath, as a part of a sinless world. There's no pointing to redemption if there's no sin. Right. So So,
0: so it's not like if man had never sinned, like, well now we got this extra Sabbath hanging around, because it was really a shadow, you know, when the reality was that The the Sabbath itself, while it would eventually be applied to salvation, its original intent was a a memorial of the work of creation itself, and that was enough for Sabbath. Now, it takes on a secondary later on, but in the time of the writing of, you know, in the time of the experience of creation itself, it wasn't a preparation for a redemption that was going to be necessary. That's right. It, it was only when man fell that we had to go into the phase two yes. application.
1: So somebody might watch this and say, "Well, you're wordsmithing," and who cares? But the issue that the point I'm trying to emphasize is the Sabbath was instituted as a part of a perfect, sinless world. Yes. And once re- the the plans for redemption enter the picture, you're not looking at a sinless world. You're looking at a sinful world in the planet. Praise God for this plan of salvation. Yes. But I want you to notice there's a couple statements we have here from Ellen White where she's, she she mentions the tie between the Sabbath and redemption, but she points to creation mm. because it's that creative power of God. Um, uh, because I believe that that preserves the, the sinless intent of Sabbath.
0: Right. And, and, it, and it provides plan. a model for how he's going to accomplish. It, it's that through That's that right. same creative power he's going to recreate in You us. want to read that first one from Great Controversy? Sure. Great Controversy 437 says, The importance of the Sabbath as the memorial of creation is that it keeps ever present the true reason why worship is due to God. And that itself is a quote from J.N. Andrews, if I'm not mistaken, she 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 comments on that, saying, her comment is, Because he is the creator, and we are his creatures, it was to keep this truth ever before the minds of men that God instituted the Sabbath in Eden. And so long as the fact that he is our creator continues to be a reason why we should worship him, so long the Sabbath will continue as its sign and memorial. So notice
1: how the foundation is creation. Our worship isn't even predicated on the fact that God's our redeemer. It's mm. predicated on the fact that God's our creator. Mm. Our worship is due Him, and we could go to chap- uh, places like you know Revelation chapter four, that worthy to receive, because you, yeah. you've made all things. All things exist and are created. But well, you know, it's even of,
0: interesting yeah. you talk about in the end time events because we know someday every knee will bow. But it's not because of salvation. Those are people who are going to be lost. But they still recognize the fact that God is creator, that his plans were going forward, that they rejected those things. But the fact of, like, even if Christ hadn't been sent to redeem us, Mm -hmm. we'd still owe God our allegiance because he made us in the first place. And that's That's the Sabbath is the initial memorial of that.
1: Yeah. And and, uh, along the same lines, Desire of Ages 289 says... To all who receive the Sabbath as a sign of Christ's creative and redeeming power. So there mm-hmm. she brings up both. Now no, notice what she does with it. As a sign of Christ's creative and redeeming power, it will be a delight. Seeing Christ in it, they delight themselves in him. The Sabbath points them to the works of creation as an evidence of his mighty power and redemption.
0: Exactly right. So
1: again, it's founded in creation. And again, I think the emphasis there is because his original plan was without sin. Amen. And that leads us to a sub-point. It's not our next talking point, but a next sub-point on, the, on that idea of the Sabbath pointing us back is that on the Sabbath, God rested in his finished work of creation. Mm-hmm. His, his intention for humanity was completed there. And so, thus, it is a perpetual reminder of God's original plan for humanity that he created us in a more noble place with a more noble purpose. Mm. And, and, it, and so, seeing the Sabbath pointing us back to creation is showing us God's ideal for humanity.
0: Well, and another part of this, too, and it, it's, a, it's really related to this point you're just bringing out, is that how many times did we see in that Genesis 2, 1 and 2 uh, mm-hmm. explanation of the Sabbath's origin that it was established by God himself... In light of the work he had accomplished. So it's his day reflecting on his work that he modeled for himself. And only then does it say, then in verse 3, God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Yes. So it's not like he said, all right, tomorrow's a Sabbath. He couldn't sanctify it until he had rested. Exactly. It couldn't Mm -hmm. be a Sabbath until he had done it. So it couldn't be the six days of work was a model for us. And then his seventh day of rest also is a model for us. And then he blesses and sanctifies it. You see it in the creation account. You see That's it in the right. commandment. You see it over. It. spirit of prophecy is very clear mm-hmm. about this. And so the whole work of Christ was bound up in that Sabbath experience as a reflection of his work. It's entirely a memorial to God and his creative power.
1: Yes. Um, it, that makes me, it takes my mind to uh, Matthew chapter 19, where, of course, the issue is uh, adultery, divorce, and this kind of thing and the of course the, the religious leaders are arguing for divorce and Jesus says divorce was a permission mm. that God gave but it wasn't his ideal and he says mm. that in these words he goes in verse in fact verse 7 of Matthew 19 says they said to him why then did Moses command to give us a... you know Jesus just got done saying look the only legitimate reason for uh, divorce is
0: adultery. Is violation. Then, of the, why, yeah. then
1: why did we give this? And this is their question. Why then did Moses command to give a certificate of divorce and to put her away? And he said to them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts permitted you to divorce your wives. And then notice these words. But from in the, the beginning, beginning, it was not so. And that's a principle that goes beyond the marriage. Mm. In, in the beginning, we see a man was joined to his father. And we're, mm. In fact, we're going to look at that in a minute. But you have God's ideal from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so in Sabbath, the Exactly. We have God's Sabbath, ideal
0: creation. We have the ideal Sabbath establishment. Everything before sin is what, I- yeah,
1: Yeah, the ideal, uh, uh, you know, when we. This is God's ideal for us that hasn't been accomplished yet. So he's not. The, what we see in this world and the pain and the suffering isn't God's ideal. Yeah. Praise <laughs> the Lord, you know? That's the truth. And what we see in our own physical bodies and the weaknesses yeah. sin, mm. that's not God's ideal, mm. right? All of the breakup of our homes, that's not God's yeah. ideal. So the Sabbath was part of that perfect institution.
0: Amen. And, Amen.
1: And it points us back to that perfect finished work of God that now God will refinish in redemption. Still mm. pointing back to creation. Well,
0: can that's we get now sense. go into talking point number yes. three? God's order in creation was intentional. Now, I like to, I kind of referred to this earlier whenever God created the, I'm, I praise the Lord that he made the land before he made the man so we wouldn't mm-hmm. be drowning for three days before you, whatever. So in... He demonstrates through the creation process. Treading that, water. Well, treading water, but three days. I mean, come yeah. on. It's, yeah, he's Adam. He was strong. <laughs> exactly. But the point is that God clearly had a forming yes. then filling. He 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 was methodological when he he didn't yes. he wasn't sporadic and you don't arbitrary. see happenstance in exactly. creation. Exactly. And so everything God does, He has a purpose behind it. And so it's that same principle of application goes into the making of man, especially yes. in His image, right?
1: We're we're about to go politically incorrect, folks. So uh,
0: no, I I think we're going to go biblically correct, and I don't. Think I didn't it matters. say we weren't going to be. Biblically I don't think anything correct. else. I think all those other things are completely. Uh, but I will things. say that what what
1: what we find here in Genesis, it's clear in Genesis. Yeah. But it meets resistance in the Christian world today because it goes across what we uh,
0: carnal desire. I mean, I, there's no other way to say it. There, they're, and well. And it can be misinterpreted on both sides so that you can have some very blurry uh, applications attacking the text almost. And so we've got to be clear that we stick with only what Scripture says.
1: So first of all, in fact, why why don't you read Genesis one twenty seven? Sure. Genesis
0: one twenty seven. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. Okay, so man, and interestingly, now... And this can be a
1: little confusing when you're reading through. The the word Adam means mankind. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the Bible uses that to refer to mankind, but sometimes it refers to the man Adam,
0: right? Well, we do that in English language, too. Like, man has fallen under. Oh, so only men? You know what I mean. Mankind. So it's it's blurry, but it's still distinguishable.
1: It's made writing
0: very hard. Yes. But the point is here, and you have the proper (laughs) noun, Adam, can be applied to the individual human man, Adam, also all of humanity in mankind.
1: And in this particular passage, it's clear that God made man, and male and female created he them. They were both in the image of God. Both Adam and Eve were in God's image. That image and the lesson highlights this, is comprised of physical, mental, and spiritual. Mm-hmm. And so for some Christians, they say, oh, the image is just a spiritual image. And it's interesting, Seventh-day Adventists, of course, we have a regard for health and, and the care of our bodies because of our holistic understanding of n- the nature of man, the image of God, whereas some Christians believe that you know the nature is divided by soul and spirit, and mm-hmm. therefore the physical body is just a you know receptacle if you will and it's not so we see that this from the creation account that when god said man was made made in his image and the quarterly highlights this that the original language implies physical mental and spiritual Right. Image.
0: And just in case anybody's confused about that point, I, I, I really like this passage in Early Writings, page 54, where Ellen White was yes. shown the throne. And he, asked, he said, I saw the throne, and on it sat the Father and the Son. I gazed on Jesus' countenance and admired his lovely person. The Father's person I could not behold, for a cloud of glorious light covered him. I asked Jesus if his Father had a form like himself. He said he had, but I could not behold it. For because he said, if you should have to behold the glory of this person, you would cease, you would cease to, to exist. exist. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have one. We were created right. in his sim. So even physically, there is a reflection of God's right. design.
1: And education, we quoted this in our outline, Education, page 15. In fact, it's quoted in the lesson. When Adam came from the creator's hand, he bore in his physical, mental, and spiritual nature exactly a likeness right. to his maker. So we see that. Uh, creation of mankind, both male and female. Uh, Furthermore, God gave both Adam and Eve dominion over the earth. It wasn't just Adam. Mm -hmm. But he did place Adam at the head of his family and at Mm -hmm. the head of society. And I think it's important here that there's been a lot of debate over this. And immediately people go into, oh, you're talking about inequality. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is not an equality thing. This is a role distinction. Right. Um, people can have, and, and, and anybody in a marriage knows that you can't all do both roles in a marriage. Now, you can switch up the roles, and you can do the, you know, somebody can take care of the, the you know, whatever your skill set is. It doesn't have to be the woman doing the, do the cooking, the man can do the cooking. But, you know, so you have stereotypical roles, but and maybe they're, you know, outdated, whatever. but you still have roles. Yeah. And what we see in the creation account is that God placed Adam at the head of his family and society. He was the one charged with tending and keeping the garden. He
0: was given the responsibility of naming every creature, including his wife. Right. And also the text says, very clearly, but for Adam there was not found a helper comparable to him. Well, help That's is right. a function, right? And so it's not a designation of ontological dis- inequality, right. but there's already inherently this expectation that there would be differentiation of roles. Yes. Anyway.
1: And so... Um, the wife, although she came from Adam's side, signifying equality. I mean, that very taking from the rib and not from the toe or from the Mrs. White ear draws that out very clearly, but yes, there's no was subjection equality, here. Yeah. Yet, nonetheless, she still came from Adam. Right. Every other creature was created, but the woman came from the man. Now, that doesn't belittle, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's, it's you know, again, pointing to the roles. Paul actually refers to that distinction in right. creation order. As the reason for male leadership in the home, I, it isn't male dictatorship in the home. Mm-hmm. You know, he's very clear that the husband is supposed to treat the wife like Christ treats us,
0: who loved so, him and loved her and, and gave, gave himself. himself for her. So,
1: yeah. and that's been abused, and that's caused some of the confusion of this. But nonetheless, there is that distinction in the home, male leadership in the home, and in the church, mm-hmm. and in, in both cases. And I've got the text reference here: Second Timothy two eleven to fifteen. In Ephesians 5, 22-33, Paul refers to the creation account as the reason for that
0: order. Mm. There's this passage from the Spirit of Prophecy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if the Education 250 is correct no, on it, it, but I believe it, yes, it's Child. Yes, it is. So it's yes, in it two is. places, Child Guidance you 535. You showed it to
1: them Child Guidance, and it's from the book Education. Okay, okay so, so Education
0: 250 know. and Child Guidance And it's,
1: it's talking about the Sabbath, and it links the Sabbath
0: with well, the Sabbath. I say It really ties a lot of this conversation <clears throat> together. Listen to this. The Sabbath and the family were alike instituted in Eden. And in God's purpose, they are indissolubly linked together. On this day, more than on any other, it is possible for us to live the life of Eden. Mm. So clearly, whatever she's about to describe is talking about God's ideal from Eden, right? She goes on to say, It was God's plan for the members of the family to be associated in work and study, in worship and recreation... The father as priest of his household, and both father and mother as teachers and companions of their children. Yes. So, this mm-hmm. ideal Sabbath-keeping family relation in the beginning from God's ideal plan in Eden mm-hmm. had everyone communing happily together in equal, yes. you know, in the eyes of God, but with distinct functions, you know, for the husband, mm-hmm. the wife, the children, but in that, find their ultimate happiness. That's right. And it's interesting that Ellen White's comments
1: on this, her whole point is that in a world of sin, she says, she goes on in this passage to say, the father is often away from the home. He barely Mm -hmm. sees the kids during the week. And she said, but God put a limit to that
0: work. With the Sabbath. With the
1: Sabbath. So the Sabbath, he can bring it back together to that original ideal. Beautiful. And it's it's a beautiful, and I was, you know, I was starting to say that that order, that creation order is almost all but lost in this world. Mm. And we cannot disconnect what we see happening in our world and say, well, it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that we're not following God's order. Mm. And so, uh, in conclusion, why don't you read, uh, and this is kind of an overarching statement about just God, the creator, If and it's found on Friday's lesson, the first paragraph. Why don't you read that sure. for us?
0: Since the book of nature and the book of Revelation bear the impress of the same mastermind, they cannot but speak in harmony. By different methods and in different languages, they witness to the same great truths. Science is ever discovering new wonders, but she brings from her research nothing that, rightly understood, conflicts with divine revelation. The book of nature and the written word shed light upon each other. They make us acquainted with God by teaching us something of the laws through which he works. Amen. So... We have launched into the study of creation there, and honestly, if the Bible were just those first two chapters, that'd be great. Nothing mm-hmm. ever problem, but we're going to, of course, see mm-hmm. that uh, Chapter the three fall will coming. come. But for now, we can see God's ideal in our creation, and by God's grace, apply those and seek after those ideals even now. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the privilege of studying your word Please, Lord, help us to always look back to your ideals of and your power of creation and redemption in the home and in the sa- Sabbath observation and the, the worlds that you've made for our enjoyment and appreciation of your glory. Please, Lord, help us be restored to that original ideal by the power of your grace, for we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.